Welcome to the Gold Circle, Australia's number one netball podcast. I'm your host, Nick Bleeker, and with me, as always, well, actually, not last week, just FYI. <sighs> on location. Luke Top. I'm here, looking beautiful as always. You look great. And I have eight minutes until my Surface Pro dies. Oh my God, we should get into the game immediately, because guess what? <laughs> the Lightning won. Again. Uh, yeah, and can I just say, uh, I'm correct again. <laughs> I love that half time of you going, oh my God, they've lost. They're done. If You're you, just like a schizo fan. You're just crazy. If, I'm like, no. If they can get... I think it was two minutes left. I was like, if they get close, I think they've won it because they just like grinded them down. If the listeners could see my face, I rolled my eyes for about 30 seconds because I knew Luke would open with that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we should get the score, actually. The Lightning defeating the Fever, 62-59 oh, yeah. to go back-to-back. Hashtag strike twice. Um, oh, what a game. This was... Oh, seriously, this was a, a terrific game. The Fever the fever looked really dangerous for those first two quarters. And then the third, the Lightning just were like, hey, remember how we won the grand final last year and how good we are at just recovering and Steph Wood and just everyone just showed up. But also, like, Carla Pretorius... Oh my god! What next level? The f- how how was she not MVP? I don't. I don't understand. get that. I, I don't, don't get it either. And and I think this comes back to the yeah. viewer question we had about how they choose MVPs. Caitlin Bassett, you know, captain of the Diamonds, blah blah. Let's give it to her because she's a good face to chuck on there. But Pretoria should have got it. Absolutely, I, I I love Caitlin Bassett. I was very surprised that she got it. I full on thought that Mentor Pretoria she didn't even shoot that. that good, to be honest. Yeah, forty five for fifty is not. Her she did have five rebounds, so technically, and she well she pulled a Romelda, so that's. Um, I'm it's really glad. I'm, I'm really glad that Steph Wood was able to come back though. That's that was big. She looked genuinely in pain when she was knocked into the. Yeah. Did you think that was a bit dirty from Courtney Bruce? No, Courtney Bruce is never dirty. <laughs> okay. She is. No, I'm just joking. Um, yeah. That was that was pretty rough because she backed into her. I don't know how the refs missed that. Although, can I just say refs were very interesting. They were yeah. a bit weird because they were like not calling the same game. Like the first two quarters, it was kind of like scrappy and freehold. And then... The next that third quarter, they really called everything on yeah. Courtney. Like yeah. she got smashed, and was, it's and it's just like, well, you weren't calling it before, and now you're going to call it. I'm not saying that that like changed the outcome. I don't think it did, but uh, I'm just saying it was something I noticed. I, I think the, Francis and Bruce sort of uh, instilled the fear of God into that attacking circle for the most part in those first two quarters because they're so fast. But even then, the Fever's attacking. Well, I mean, the whole outfit of the Fever was so fast that I think the Lightning didn't expect that sort of momentum to come that early and to be that consistent through most of the game until I guess they sort of took their foot off the, the pedal a little bit. But I think for me, there there's, there's a few key points here. Go for it. And I think, Tell me them all. I think Nat Medhurst had a shocking game. Um, she Six from ten. Six general pay turnovers. Um, some, I don't know, just, I don't know if it was nerves. I don't know if it was just the fact that the defense was like Pretorius. Is a defense. Defense was ridiculous. And um, this is what I said to you, um, because wasn't it like 28, 21 or something in the second quarter? They were down by a lot. They were down by six, I think it was. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. They were down by a lot. And I was like, nah, you know, 
Pretorius and Mentor were getting the turnovers, so it was basically as soon as Bassett locked in and they fixed that attack end, yeah. the ball's going to get there regardless. That's it. Um, and I felt like defensively on the other end, um, I'm actually surprised about the stats because um, I think there was only one turn, uh, intercept for Bruce and five gains in comparison to like oh, three, four, what, uh, six intercepts from the defense. Yeah. Um, and what, 12 gains. Like that's what you're comparing it to. So I think Courtney Bruce did really well, but I think... They were much better. Yeah, and I also think... I think uh, there were a couple of possessions there where I think Francis and Bruce uh, had a tendency to hunt too much. And so... Cause, yeah, I agree with that, actually. Because Browns passes into Bassett into Wood in that circle. Uh, just it, They know what they're oh, doing. Oh, that's the other thing. Yeah. Kelsey Brown was amazing. Yeah, she was Also, terrific. like, maybe MVP. I, I, I don't know. Like, I don't want to be that kind of guy, but I'd kind of split the MVP t- between Pretorius and Kelsey, but whatever. Um, I think, for me, when I look at how those sort of possessions happen. There's a couple of two, like a couple of plays that are way too easy for the lightning to score where if there was a defender on Bassett at the time, like Francis or Bruce, if one of them sagged back, I think they probably could have prevented or at least added two more passes into the lightning's game to try and get the ball to delay the play and all that sort of stuff. And I just think there were a couple of possessions where it just didn't work out for the light, uh, for the fever at all. Yeah. And it was, I don't know. It was a bit sad. Um, like I felt bad for Medhurst cause she got so close. And yeah, she was demo. Honestly. Yeah. She, but, yeah. I mean, I think what Courtney Bruce, I, I would suspect that their core are staying. Um, they have re-signed Ingrid Collier, Verity Charles and, uh, Jess Anstis was not re-signed. I don't know who I'm talking about. <laughs> oh, uh, Shannon England. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I would imagine that I, do, I can't see that there's going to be a big shake-up. No, I don't think um, they should either. No, no, because this team very much next year could potentially go all the way. However, Liz Ellis is in everyone's ear about potentially large shake-ups, i.e. Bass, Seabass, potentially moving to the Giants. Interesting. Um, yeah, we're, we're going to discuss like the free agency stuff shortly. Um, it just back onto the game. Fowler, 53 from 55. I think that's really good, but I feel like she was... I don't know. She felt like they take a bit taken out of the game at, at parts. Do you think there was a couple of moments where she was sort of calling for the ball and Medhurst was just... Like, or Medhurst was given the opportunity to shoot and she was always just deferring to someone else. And I know that we were talking over the course of the season that Medhurst has been really, really good at deferring to Fowler to shoot the ball because she knows that Fowler's like got a better percentage chance to get it in. But I think Medhurst in this game, to me, just... I don't know. She just didn't look at all in it. And I think Pretorius's defense is just was disgustingly good. Like, seriously. I, I just could not... I was getting out of my seat every single time because she happened to get her hand on the ball so many times. And, and it was very it was, casual too. She looks yeah. very casual. I know. Like she, she just has in the most active hands in the game. Um, Madeline, Madeline McAuliffe. Yeah. Um, I reckon basically that defensive end, um, I think when you have player on player matchups like that, it actually makes you have to like you lose your chemistry and your connections with people because you're too busy stressing about the defender that's on you and I think that really disrupted their flow um and I think to be honest in previous games Fowler was fired up and she was able to lift you know teams over other teams but she's too busy worrying about mentor and I think there was a big disconnect there um admittedly they were up in the second yeah um 
so it's hard because it's almost like they were doing the right things for two quarters and then the wheels just fell off. And and I think that comes back to Nolly uh, Tarua because I think the biggest thing she's shown, shown this season is her ability to live coach. Yes. And read the play as it's happening and make adjustments live instead of going, this is our game plan, we're sticking to it, that's all we're doing. And I felt like the fever that was more of their game plan yeah. was we've set a game plan in play we're trusting in that, and that's all we're doing. I think that's a fair thing to do for Sta- uh, for Stacey Mariankovic, though, because like it's worked for them for the whole season. In saying that, mm. Tarua's in-game adjustments and the fact that she is not afraid to use timeouts to disrupt game, like to disrupt momentum, because there was a couple of moments, and even this is over the course of the season. I think there was a stat that Liz Ellis gave out was the Lightning was the team in the league yeah, that I called the most, most timeouts. Yeah, and it's because Tarua. Coaches, I guess, I don't know. I'd probably say coaches are very similar to basketball in terms of if the team goes on yeah, a run, call agree. a timeout to stop them. Because, like, why would you want that? Like, they're, they're getting rhythm and they're, like, they're feeling it. And you yeah. don't want that. So why don't you just kill it for a minute? Yeah, I really think they need to, coaches need to sort of assess how she approached the season and how she approached those yeah. bigger matchups. Absolutely. Um, and sort of go, well, hey, how can we integrate that into our system? Yeah. Because I really think moving forward, because the competition is so close, you've really got to have those live coaching moments yeah. and think as you go and push through with strategy and have that sort of you know, A, B, C, D, F, G yeah. plans and then go, okay, we're, we're jumping to this, we're jumping to that. Yeah. Because as much as, you know, the fever sort of did try some things, I, I just felt like there wasn't, their plan B is so different to their plan A that it is a big drop down, if that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So no. when they were starting to get behind, they're like, Ugh. and then, you know, it becomes it kinda, rushed. Yeah, it becomes rushed. It becomes a bit of a, you know, I almost think they kind of had a, bit of a freak out moment as well yeah i was gonna say i i think there's i don't know what moment but there's a moment in in the third quarter where i think the fever were like oh no like we've yeah we've there just was a moment up. where fowler was actually like mid-range for her i think i i think i said this to you yeah yeah um there was a mid-range moment where she would just normally turn around and put to post but she was so freaked out by the defense that were on her she passed out uh, Methurst ended up getting the ball. Methurst was like, I don't want to shoot this. Yeah, no way. Like, all over her face was like, I do not want to shoot this. Shoots it, misses it, rebound. rebound. Up the court. And it just, moments like that where the structure's broken and as I said before, defenders take you out of your comfort zone, what good defenders do, and make you screw up that attacking end chemistry. Yeah. Um, you're going to get moments like that where you're like, oh, this is not the plan. I shouldn't be taking this shot. I don't want to take this shot and it's not going to go in. Yeah. And I and I think there's yeah, those moments just, I don't know, they kill any... There's moments there for, for West Coast where they, they start rolling and like Courtney Bruce, to her credit, did an amazing job as captain trying to roll the crowd up because the crowd yeah, was absolutely. unbelievable. Like on the broadcast, they just oh, had yeah. insane. Like, was it 13, 13 Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Biggest crowd in history or whatever. Um. Which, on, honestly, that's an amazing stat. But also listening to it on the broadcast was just awesome because I was just like, yeah. I, I would hate to be in there as a as a Sunshine Coast fan. Cause, well, they were there, though. Yeah, well, yeah, I was going to say the, yeah, the, 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 the squad that I guess Sunshine Coast is kind of like a rich area, so they can probably all afford to fly. Uh, yeah, it's up and coming. I'll say that much, even though it was like... I'm from the Sunshine Coast, and it's just... I don't like it anymore. Oh. Oh, it's just the states and things. It's terrible. <laughs> anyway, I don't want to get into property on the Sunshine Coast. Awkward. Um... Would you say, we'll, we'll do a parting question. Hmm. The, for the Fever, 
Yes. How much of a success is this season? It, well, it's great because I think everyone's um, levels have gone up. I, If I was a fever, I would be looking at how I can shore up that midcourt and potentially get a bit more experience in there. Not so much that their players have done anything wrong in particular. I think um, someone like a Kimi Revelian would slot in quite well. Yeah. She has a lot of hunger there to sort of you know, change her outcome. It gets her out of the system she's in. Um, unfortunately, though, it looks like she's staying with the Magpies because she got a new Holden car, which is third-party deal. Hello, Magpies. Mm. Um, but I would see an opportunity for someone, you know, whether it be an English international, um, you know, moving into, slotting into that position. Yeah. Um, you know, potentially doing really well and sort of solidifying that midcourt because I think that midcourt is still for me the biggest problem I mean the the fact that they're um McAuliffe had such an impact and you know their center court have done so well I mean lightning center courts just improved (laughs) like player development by Nolene is just insane yeah I I cannot I Lisa Alexander better watch out for her job, like, honestly. Yeah. Um, Player development is just insane because what she's done to that midcourt is just basically taken a whole heap of what was considered no names three years ago and turned them into, you know, should be in the diamonds but are not. (laughs) Uh, Awkward. Um, But, yeah, I really see the Fever have an opportunity because they need to improve... um, you know, Verity Charles has been great for the club and she's sort of, you know, really... She came from the Firebirds and came over and sort of made that and has been there through the wooden spoons and all that sort of stuff. But I think if if they want to take that next level, I think that is probably the area they need to increase. I think their shooters are fine, their defenders are fine. Um, you know, whether that means moving Francis to wing defence, um, getting... Oh, God, I always forget her name. Jones. <laughs> oh, Anarchy Lee Jones. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, in at goalkeeper and Courtney Bruce at goal defence and then putting Anstis as centre. Um, yeah. That feels... Ooh, I like that. Yeah, I do like that. because she has the hands, she has the ability to... And she's tall. Wait. She's tall, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It, it To me, that makes sense. Um, and I don't know if you say... You know, to Simmons and Collier, will wing wing attacks yours to fight it out um, and go from there. I mean, you have the Med, Nat Medhurst option at wing attack as well, but I think her in goal attacks better. But changes like that where you can sort of you know mix that around because I think Anstis is kind of underutilized as much as she's an amazing wing defense. I almost feel like she's underutilized at wing defense. Yeah. The, for the problems that they have. The problem with that, though, is is that the Fever have re-signed three of their mid-court. Yes. So Awkward. Do you really want to sign them on if you're going to make them fight for the position? I, like, as in, sorry, if you're going to import another player to cover that. Oh, look, I don't know. Can they trade? Can we trade them? Oh, I wish. No, they can't trade? No. Oh, that's stupid. Fix that. Um, yeah, look, uh, look. honestly, I don't know. That's what I would do. Um, obviously, that's not what they've decided to do. Um, uh, from what Liz Ellis said about the rumours that she's hearing, and obviously she's a lot more privy to rumours than we are, there's going to be giant changes um, oh. to what we consider. Yeah, <laughs> yeah nice. Um, to what we consider on the teams. Um, 
And yeah, I, I don't know if Fever are part of that. Fever could be part of that. You know, Fowler could be moving from WA. I that's don't, true. I don't particularly see that that's going to happen. Yeah. But I mean, she could be like, do you know what? I'm just going to sign one years and uh, one year deals and just make a move just everywhere. F- yeah, just go full mercenary. And she's just- yep. Just go, you know, she'll go to Thunderbirds now, then go to Melbourne, then go, go to final. Sydney, then. <laughs> yeah, why not? Um, See Australia. Yeah, I think for me, the, this is a really successful season. Obviously, it didn't end the way that they wanted, but going from seventh to second oh, and then making the grand final over the Giants, especially too. Like, yeah, which the Giants were not happy about. No, um, I think, I, I, honestly, the Fever are a force to be reckoned with. They've they've shown their medal over the course of this season and in the finals. Well, they, I think, for, for me, the experience won out in the in the grand finals, and the Lightning had that in spades, and the fact that. They went back to back. It's just it says a lot about. You're very excited. Yeah, on I don't know. I'm just let me. I'm just maintaining it for the uh, and Queensland the again. Podcast. I did love Netball Queensland's kind of shady comment of like, oh, we won again because we're just going to try and connect all of the Queensland wins in a row. Yeah, and it's just like um, just eh, can't really do that. <laughs> Coached by the head of the Silver Fans. Yeah. Um, which no. netball Queensland just quietly would never condone. The only reason they no. get away with it is because they're owned by the Melbourne Storm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or well, yeah, I was going to say that they're one of the franchised by the Melbourne Storm, yeah. or whatever it is. Um, all right, we're going to move on to some of the signing news. We already talked about the fever, but we uh, got some news a couple of days ago from Green and Harton resigning with the Giants. Harton Whee. on a three-year deal and Green on a one-year deal. Suspect last last year season. Green. Yep. I, I don't know. I mean, yeah. I mean, to be fair. What is she, 34 now? I, I can't remember what how old she is. I think she's 34. Um, or was that Pettit? I think Pettit was 34. Oh, she's 32. There you go. Yeah. Um, oh, it, so she's got another two years. Maybe she's just taking it one at a time. I was going to say, I think it might be just on the, on the knee. Yeah, um, that, that, that's, that's true. huge. Um, but this, this is great news for the Giants getting Harton back on a three-year deal. That's huge. Yeah, yeah. three years, oh, boom. Man, Although she she's probably it. getting top dollar. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But I yeah. think I think in some of the uh, interviews that she did was uh, Harton said that it was a lot of a lot to do with Julie Fitzgerald, um, who I think coached her with the Magic as well. Um, so I think having Green come back, having Harton come back is huge. Green solidifies that midcourt, even though she did have a sort of average season in terms of just like towards the end, she just looked like she was gassed. And yeah. I mean, if they can play and manage that, I think she could be a force in the finals if they make it next year. Now, one of the other signings um, is oh God, uh, Bryce going yes, to Christina Bryce um, to Northern Mystics. Yes, yeah. So that's interesting because I was a little very disappointed mm. because I was expecting to see her in yeah. Adelaide, and it was a obviously a strong option not to go to Adelaide, which seems effing insane to me. Conspiracy theory. Ooh. Well, it's not really, but anyway. I think uh, Chrissy Bryce contacted Adelaide and they said, no, thank you. What? That's my thing. Oh, my God. Also, because they've got Shimon and Nelson and they're not going to let go of that. <laughs> Come on. Shimon and Nelson, Nelson versus Bryce. Are you insane? I, I would like... No I, way. Okay, all right. Fine. No, no way. I, I think Shimon and Nelson had a really solid season. Oh, look. Yeah, except for she's the highest turning over goal shooter in the entire league yeah she's young but I agree with that but I would still go with Bryce because she's got impact potential straight off the bat that Nelson is-, is a development player well I'm also surprised that she didn't go to Adelaide because of Tanya Ops 
coaching as well. So there's that yeah, the connection like, there. But I feel like the Mystics probably just said, hey, you're literally going to play every single minute we play next season. Yeah, well, I mean, she needs that because yes. sitting on a bench with the Giants is a waste of time. Yeah, and I feel like the Thunderbirds probably couldn't guarantee her those minutes. And I think Chrissy well-deserved those minutes that she should be getting over the course of a season and she's not been getting it at the oh, Giants. Frustrating. I mean, honestly, great signing for the Mystics. I like, They've got I, a good player. I honestly think Thunderbirds would win easily a heap of games if they had her instead of Nelson as shooting. Well, we'll see this year. Starting shooter. Or next year. Yeah, well, I mean, I have no idea what the hell their group's <laughs> going to look like. It's, at the moment, it's a bit of... <laughs> sort of a zombie at the I moment. I feel sorry for Shimon. She's just like... Ugh. She likes it there. She does, but like, come on. <laughs> she needs a better team. Um, yeah, she deserves a yeah, better team. Yeah, like they signed sure. Pittman, who's like the most turnover-prone wing attack the entire season. Yeah. Yeah, yeah turnovers per minute, she's like got a million. I feel like they're keeping... I mean, the thing is, back on the Mystics real quick, the Chrissy Brass signing is, is really big for them, uh, replaces Falau, uh, which I would probably say is really good. Um, I think Bailey Mesri signed with them too, the Mystics, unfortunately. Um, well, yeah, she's... Sorry, I should God, Bailey Mez isn't... Well, I guess she can play goal attack. Yeah, she's fine. Fine is fine. <laughs> fine is not... So, like- I did watch. I ended up watching some of the ANZ Premiership um, games, which you can watch on their website. Oh. Oh, Facebook as well, isn't it? They have they have really good access to that stuff. Like I I was yeah. just watching it online, and I actually like messaged them, and I was like, I don't know how how the hell do I watch this stuff? And they were like, Here's your step two guide, and I was like, Damn, holy crap, that's yeah, awesome! Yeah, they've got like this stuff sorted. Oh my god! Um, I like had to sign up, and I basically got every game on demand and live and stuff. Did it cost? No, it was free. <laughs> I know. I was just like, What? Wow! Yeah, insane. Um, no Telstra mobile yeah. bullshit. Uh, and um, yeah, Mez. Oh, oh, oh. Seventy. I think the game. Some of the games I watched, she was averaging like anywhere between fifty percent and seventy percent, oh, like shooting. It pulling, was just pulling the Aaron Bell stuff. Oh. Yeah. No, to be fair to Aaron Bell, though, like she's shooting most of her stuff from way outside. And also to be fair to Aaron Bell, I don't think I've heard uh, crowds actively cheer against her coming onto the court to play. <laughs> Yes. Like I did the Commonwealth Games for Bailey Mez, who actually I do is a very frustrating player to watch, but I do respect for the most part. Tuvar Tai, hundred percent, in my opinion, is a way better goal shooter and has been. Yeah, um, I have no idea how the fans sort of cornered her and gave her as many caps as they did because I don't necessarily think her game really reflects that. That is true. Awkward. Um, okay, we're going to move on. Falau. Falau. Yes, you must be excited. She's going to go to the Giants or Sunshine Coast. Oh, yeah, those are the two destinations. I because think the they're da- saying that Seabass is moving yeah, to so Giants. The the implication is just that that the Daily Telly reported that Bassett's choosing between the Lightning and the Giants. Falau is possibly going to go to the Lightning, obviously, with Tarua coaching. Yeah. Um, mm. This is interesting because... I mean, she's already won two premierships now. So, like, what do you care? Like, if I had, like, one, I'd be like, mm, who wants to pay me the most? Like, <laughs> yeah. I'll go to the Thunderbirds. I don't care. Yeah, feed Maybe me. make me a shooter, if, even if I'm a defender. <laughs> yeah, just, like, put me wherever you can. I'll play put setter. wherever. I'll play setter, yeah. You pay um, me the most, I don't care. The, the rumors come uh, mainly just because the Lightning have uh, announced signings a few days after winning. Um, mm. Pretorius, Sherry, and McAuliffe. 
Conan and Wood all re-signing for 2019 with no other announcements yet. <sighs> yeah, well, Mentor's probably going to ask for more money. Mentor will probably ask for more money. I feel like she's Are they having going a to stay. Salary crap, crap, <laughs> cap. <laughs> salary crap increase. <laughs> Uh, yeah, didn't no? They don't, I don't think they. They are. didn't. No, oh. they did increase. Well, we talked about it a couple of weeks ago. We had a million million people watch the game. That was a great start. Nearly one point one. One point one million and seventy seven thousand. Yeah. I think so. That was across all platforms, which is huge. Yeah, that's that massive. Huge. That's that absolutely, absolutely huge. massive. Yeah, but um, like surely they deserve an increase in the salary cap. Is it just, it shouldn't it go up like 4% every year or something? I imagine there's going to be an increase at the end of next year, but we'll see before the World Cup. When do they have like a player union situation? I think so. Oh, well, they need to Maybe. get on that. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, still, the Lightning re-signing uh, those five players with a couple of more announcements coming next month. I would love to see Wood and Falau together. That would be super interesting. Yeah. Um, I would love for them to keep Brown, I need Kelsey Brown to stay on here, but I think there's, uh, I don't know, conspiracy theory. Um, I have a sneaky suspicion Langman might be coming back, but I don't know where they would be putting her, and I don't know how they would be adjusting said positions to allow for Langman, but I feel like... Where would Brown go? Well, that's the thing. If Brown takes off somewhere else, and they don't... You could have Chelsea, Pittman at centre, and Brown at wing attack in Thunderbirds, but Thunderbirds don't have their shit together. They're not going to do anything. No. They haven't, you know they haven't, like, fired anyone from management <laughs> for, like... Except Dan stuff. Ryan. Except um, for Dan Ryan. Yeah. Like, let's throw him under a bus and then do exactly what we did last season. Scoop gold. Um, yeah, no, <sighs> honestly, uh, I'm really glad that they uh, kept Pretorius. I don't think Pretorius wanted to go anywhere. Steph Wood wasn't going anywhere. I think Manny McAuliffe loves it no, there. No, but... Oh, it's good. Yeah. I don't know. I think Kara uh, Conan, I mean, she did play two minutes while Steph Wood was off the court and didn't do much. But, I mean, you can't really do much in oh, two minutes. I mean, she's young. She's, yeah, like, she's like 20 years old. Yeah. Um, but still, honestly, I think... The, she's learning. She's development. I get a sneaky suspicion the Lightning are just sort of putting their feelers out to see what top... I, I say top, in quotation marks, top players are available. I think there's going to be more interest because Teru has confirmed yes. today, actually, only a few hours ago, that she's yes. going to be dual coaching the Ferns and the Lightning. Boom. Thank God. Oh, my fans. God. Oh, my God. When I saw it, I was just like, oh. Because when they came out, like, not that long ago, and they're like, um, she's not guaranteed the job. I was just like, are you drunk? Like, is this a joke? And are we just... <laughs> are you just going to name, like, a sheep as the head of <laughs> the team? Like, what? Comes up to the podium and just bars. <laughs> um, uh, well, I mean, let's be honest. They had to actually. We have to break that down yet, don't we? Their investigation. Yeah, we're going to do that for an off-season pod. Yes, that sounds good. Which is, I love that bit where they said that they have to scout their own players. Wow, ridiculous! Oh, that's really. I don't even think people good. do that. Like in the like Queensland league. Ne- <laughs> next, it will be fans. Hey, send in your comments and let us know. What you're oh, anyway, yeah. um, having Tarua pl- coach both sides is is terrific. I think Tarua's going to like. Kill, like silver ferns are going to be next level yeah, and world are next year yeah. so the ferns ain't fucking around if I'm the diamonds I'm just like fuck yeah um, this honestly this, this is a huge step forward for the ferns allowing this in the first place and also props to the lightning for actually managing to get the ferns to agree to it in the first place I feel like Tura probably had there was I think her being the middleman going 
I will I will coach the ferns, but you need to give me the opportunity to coach the lightning as well. Well, she's going to be making bank. Yeah. If I was straight, I'd be like, gold digger here. She's, yeah, she's definitely going to be living on the same street that uh, Lisa Curry lives on. Ooh. Mm. Curry County. Nice sort of stuff. Um, so, yeah, the lightning re-signed those five players. We'll see what happens in the next couple of weeks. Yes. Nothing confirmed, but Bassett might be on the way out. Which is a bit weird, but whatever. And I don't know what... <laughs> I don't know what the hell... It's been a bit quiet from Collingwood because <laughs> they haven't really done anything. Yeah. Weirdly enough, that is so true. I think everyone's just bailed. Well... But where do they go? I was going to say, well, Aaron Bell and Maddie Robinson were doing like a massive month tour around country Victoria and then I realised that Aaron Bell retired. So Yeah, Maddie Robinson's... I To me, Maddie Robinson's a shoe-in. I would oh, say yeah. Garrett's a shoe-in. I would say... Um, Ravi? I don't know she about got a Ravi. She she did get a hold on. I don't, I Maybe for like three know. weeks. It's like a high. It's like a hurt yeah. tiger. <laughs> she did get a new car. She did put on her Instagram about a new car, and I messaged Nick, and I was like, "Oh, she's resigning. I'm Devo." But that could be because her and Maddie are like best buds. True. Um, Gabby Simpson's on the way out. Gabby, I'm oh, just joking. Oh my god. <laughs> you should have seen Luke's face. I wish we had, like, honestly, I wish sometimes we, we taped the show on a camera just so I could get a just a dead zoom in your face right now. Anyway, uh, we haven't got any confirmations from the Yeah, Laura Gartz is leaving. Yeah, fuck off. <laughs> I will riot. I will bloody burn my bra in the street. And uh, you guys, uh, yeah, and you guys are signing Aaron Bell, so... <laughs> Anyway, poor Aaron Bell, leave her alone. Sorry. Don't pick on her. No, she's she's retired. I need to leave her alone. She can like I would love to shoot, be able to make some of her shots. <laughs> that was like the most backhanded <laughs> comment I've ever heard in my entire life. No, but like I honestly, I think she should do like you know. I know she wants to get in teaching and whatever, Bizzo. But if you listen to this, doll, go to New Zealand. Yeah, I don't. That yeah, shit is so much slower. Like it's like. Next level down and you get good dough. Go over there, doll. Go, like, I'll play in the team that's in the south so then you can just chill in Queenstown. Go play a game of netball, that'd come be, back. That'd be amazing. Well, okay. that's what Kate Beveridge is doing. Yeah. She re-signed with Tactics, actually. Oh, did she? I didn't yeah, see that. she did. Wait, do I even find the um, Bird and Lever and uh, Beveridge. Yeah, she's... She's living it up. Another career over there. She's like, okay, off I go to the ski slopes for the next six yeah, months. Exactly. See you, oh, Good on her. Yes, please. Um, and the last signing news with the Vixens, re-signing seven of the Vixens. We've got Mannix, Phillip, Maloney, Watson, Weston, Ingalls. Yes. And Dehaney, all re-signing. And Ingalls backed out of Diamonds. The Diamonds. Yes. Uh, yesterday. Yeah, starting. Which means we're going to get a Brazzle, but it get it. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I actually think it's almost worse now because if Brazil doesn't get it, Twitter's just going to go into meltdown. Oh, dude, I'm going to lose my shit if Brazil isn't picked. Lisa Alexander, she does what she wants. And I actually think something's going to be very interesting for her career over the next few years. She loses to Tarua. There is that possibility and how her picks have contributed to that. Um, and I think yeah. it's potentially a problem moving forward for her that if she doesn't sort this shit out... She's in trouble. If we lose the um, quad series, we lose the England one, and That's then bad. we lose Worlds. We could have our own investigation. How exciting. We can find out that, that we used Facebook to scout players <laughs> and Instagram. Um, oh, Lord. Yeah, so the Vixen's re-signing basically the whole team. Uh, Kawenda's not there. I imagine 
that her rehabilitation will occur with the victims. <gasps> do you know what I just realised? What? Sorry to... I just had a realisation. How much do you want to bet? There's a shooter who was named to the Silver Ferns, I think, development squad or one of the squads. Anyway, she's over. She's considered a tall shooter. She's like over 190. She's like 195 or something. I wonder if Sunshine Ghost Lightning will sign her as a development player. That's entirely possible. And Nolene can develop her over here. I mean, Nolene could develop a, a loaf of bread and it would turn into, <laughs> like, La- Laura Langman at the centre. So, yeah. you know. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, the Vixens getting most of their team back. I'm curious about how Kumwenda's going to go because she's not announced in the re-signings. I imagine it has yeah, something to do. Obviously, it's, it's hard to announce. Knee, yeah, I mean, yeah. it's probably because insurance-wise, I don't think they can cover them if they have issues or something. I don't yeah. Know. So I am, I think Kumwenda is still in the hands of the Vixens until further notice, but we haven't been told otherwise. And there hasn't been news that she is not returning to the Vixens. Yeah. So just assume that she's still on the team and just rehabilitating over the course of the season. Cause she's not coming back until the end of next season, unfortunately, yep. which is a real bummer. But. Now here's a question. Do you think teams like Collingwood are going to do a big, all-out dollar figure run at Fowler. I imagine... I imagine a lot of teams... I know they have Thwaites, but I wouldn't be surprised if Thwaites was like, get me the hell out of here. Yeah, get me hell, get me to the Sunshine Coast. Um, <laughs> get me to the Thunderbirds. How good would that be? That would be pretty good. Um, I think... I think a lot of teams that have that position open and they don't plan on filling the position with their current goal shooter, I think um, they're going to be offering a lot. I think... Honestly... To the Magpies' credit, they have a lot of money to throw because they lost a lot of players this year. Yeah. So I think what they're going to do is, um, I think they'll look at their options. I imagine Fowler's going to be basically like number one priority, and then as soon as she goes off the list, it'll be going to Seabass, perhaps, depending yep. on what happens with the Giants. That's um, true because they were courting Seabass. Remember, they got in trouble. Yep. Um, and I think um, Folau being on the table as well is intriguing. I don't know whether they're going to be that in, like because you've got th- we did discuss this last week with Falau going to the Magpies and having Thwaites play yeah but shooter, where's but the husband going because the husband's off contract as well oh, I don't know I don't care um, I know he is a complete top spot yeah. but I think if he ends up signing with a Melbourne team or a Queensland team you'd imagine she'd want to go there it's true that is very true I'm not 100% sure but I feel like but those are the most intriguing teams. Actually, a lot of teams are really intriguing, except the Swifts, because oh, and the Vixens now, because they've re-signed both of their teams. But mm. there's a lot of opportunities there at the moment for switches to come that are least expected. And it also, obviously, because of Liz Ellis's uh, murmurs that she's heard, um, I think there's, there's going to be some mm. movement this year. Um, and obviously, we'll be talking about it on the pod. For me, the only person in Collingwood that... I think set set is Robinson and probably Rav because we saw the car. Brazzle too. I think she's on a deal yes, with the AFLW team as well. Yep. So it probably works that way. And Thwaites, I think. No. I think no. she is. I think, I think she's, she's bailing. Say. She can't deal with this shit. She's the only one that was like amazing. I keep forgetting that she was part of Rob Wright's team. Maybe as soon as they were like, oh, Rob Wright's here. She's like, I'm fucking out. <laughs> Wait, I didn't say that. That's what you said. <laughs> Send that's, your lawsuits to uh, Nick. That's what that's what Caitlin Thwaite said, not me. I'm just <laughs> quoting her. Um, yeah. No, look, I, yeah, I mean, 
Yeah, I'm. I don't. Actually, I was going to talk to you about that because obviously we had the signings of Megan Anderson and um, Claire McMiniman. Oh yes, or yes. Claire something else now. Ah, uh, cl- shit. I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, I can't remember either. God, stop changing your name. Like honestly, your yeah, household name. Just keep it. Yeah, we don't live in a patriarchy anymore. Yeah, calm down. Live your best life. <laughs> um. <clears throat> Excellent signings for the Diamonds. I think Megan Anderson, for me, it realised how amazing she was at the Swifts because their two grand final years, she was actually assistant coach Mm. with Rob Wright um, and did a stellar job. Yeah, absolutely. She's now, two years after that, she's been going through like the under-21s and the under-18 or under-17 teams and all of that sort of bizzo. Um, But... Yeah, really good. And I feel like, duh, that's why Rob Wright struggled because he didn't have her, to be honest. (laughs) That's a good point. Yeah, I was like, oh, that's why he had a problem. Yeah, and he's just like, eject, eject. (laughs) Yeah, well, she was an amazing player for the Swifts um, in her time, sort of Liz Ellis era, I think 05 sort of was her main. Yeah. Happy times. And her and Kath Cox played together for a while. And she was a really good goal attack slash wing attack. She played for Australia. So, yeah. Yeah, those are really interesting. I think, obviously, McManaman too. I think having her, having just recently retired, the fact that she's got the rapport with the players as well is huge. And the scout, I think, as well. I think that's probably why they were attractive. Is because they still, you know... I, I feel like Nipples made... You know, tennis is very similar in this regard. I'm <laughs> going back to tennis analogies. You always do. What is this, a tennis um, podcast? I feel like, you know, every sort of seven to ten years, there's kind of like a generational turnover. Yeah. And I think the game slightly modifies with a new generation, and I feel like that's happened. Yeah. So, I feel like some of the coaches that previously may have, you know, the Rob Wrights of the world that wanted to put their hand up, I don't think it was going to happen. Because they're just of almost like a different coaching generation. Yeah. You've got to adapt, but still. Hmm. Yeah, if you don't adapt, then you look like a fool. Um, we have a listener question. Oh. Yes, we do. And we have a couple of shout-outs too that we need to get to before we finish. But anyway, so Jess has emailed in. Now Hi, Jess. The, now, hey, Jess. Uh, now that the season's over, what are your feelings on the bonus point system? Looking at the final ladder, everyone is in order of most games won, mm. but you still got to see how the bonus point came into effect for the finals. For instance, the Firebirds could have been second on the ladder if they'd won two extra quarters. I did not know. I did not know. Did not know this. Um, giving them another chance of progressing in the finals. Would love to hear thoughts. Yeah, I didn't actually know that. Yeah, that's a interesting, really interesting. <laughs> statement. Um, oh, um, look, I think it's a two-part thing for me. I'm very divided on it. I think I understand why they implemented it. Channel Nine wanted more of a sort of thirsty, aggressive, you know, almost marketing ploy to, you know, increase the excitement of netball. Yeah. And to be honest. Um, they were talking about three-point shots and that sort of bizzo. Um, God. Or two-point shots. I don't, I don't know. Fast five style. Yeah. Implementing some of that to sort of give it some excitement so that... Um, I'm not sure if you watched the grand final channel nine. Well, I think, look, to be honest, at the start of the season, I think, you know, their concerns were how do we push this game and, you know, collect some straight male demographic um and i think one of their sort of thing was the excitement of this quarter by quarter situation yeah um to be honest i also see the other side and the fact that people you know the swifts in particular it must have been incredibly disheartening 
to try week in, week out and then not make yeah. the position you should have been in. Um, like I understand that it evened out in the end, but I still had an issue with the fact that they were basically pushed down um, because of this new rule. And uh, yeah, I mean, when it comes to finals time, those, you know, leveling and those stacking um, is really important. Um, but yeah, to me, it's two sides. I can see it from the marketing perspective, but as someone who actually gives a shit about netball, it's annoying. Yeah. Um, and I understand what they're trying to do. And, you know, obviously the uh, football, we can really say is football commentators that they had the men, um, you know, that, yeah, yeah, that weren't, in my opinion, that great. There was a few times I watched this season and I just put it on mute um, to watch it. But, you know, I'm yeah. I'm a traditional netball fan. I've been watching since... I actually worked out there was a game on YouTube. So if you go on YouTube, you can actually um, look at Commonwealth Bank Trophy. Some crazy person who's amazing has put, like, a whole Hell heap yeah. of games from, like, 98... Like, I think there's a <laughs> one from 94 and it's got, like, the rippling of the VHS yeah. of the Commonwealth Bank Trophy. And I'm watching some of these games and I'm going, oh, my God, I remember that uniform. I used to watch it as a kid. Like, I used to get up early. They used to have it in the mornings on Sundays, I think. Yeah. Um, and I used to watch it. Um, and so, for me, it's kind of like, oh, God, like, this point system stupid. But when I look at it from trying to attract, you know, new people to the sport, trying to make it exciting for people who don't really understand netball, it kind of makes sense. Yeah. I think for when I look at the system, I kind of, I, I didn't really like it um, just because I think it just, it, it penalizes teams despite winning games, which is the most important thing. In On the other side of the spectrum, I look at it and go, well, you didn't perform for the whole game. And so, but not, if you're not performing for a quarter, then... You, if you're not winning all your quarters, then I, like you deserve to to lose some and cop some flack for it. Yeah. Um. I, I do think I like it because it uh it allowed the Lightning to win the championship. Um. But like it's a dog barking. Um. There's a dog barking, like in the backyard. Oh anyway. God. Um. But I think it allowed the Lightning obviously to win the premiership, which is huge. But I think at the end of the day. <laughs> I just I don't like I just don't like the fact that it penalizes teams for not winning games. Yeah, no. I, and and I feel like the Swifts may have had a different season if there wasn't yeah. that rule. Yeah, absolutely. Um I, I again, I think it did allow for some excitement and some constant ladder refreshing. I think that's that's really good and I think it does add a little bit to the sport. I just think in the grand scheme of things it should should be a win loss like straight up. Yeah. Just um, because uh, that's not going to change, though. No. The system seems to say, work. And- yeah, I, most people were overly happy with it, which, yeah. well, should I say, hardcore netball fans were not, but I think the powers that be were happy for the increase in viewership and that sort of thing and yeah. maybe hitting different demographics. Yeah, that's exactly it. So, um, All right, we got some shout-outs because we, uh, we did call for some UK people to chime You're in. You're right. Yeah, we a couple of people that from the motherland. Um, so we want to shout-out Sally Jill and Samantha for checking in. Um, Sally, Jill, and Samantha. Yes. Hey, girls. Hey, thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate it. But hey, if you email us in, you may get a shout out, or maybe if you they did have us. questions about off season podcast, didn't they? Yes, they did. So we can't confirm what <laughs> what we're going to be doing, <clears throat> but at the moment, we're going to be taking next week off it just for a break, 
And then we're going to be coming back with a uh, look at the New Zealand report yep. um, and coaching, obviously, now that Taru is in, um, and also upcoming game signings. And we'll be covering as much as we can in terms of podcasting for uh, when rosters are locked in and all that sort of stuff. There's Completely still some news agree. to come, and it's just, yeah. Um, at the end, And of we'll the- recap that news as we go. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And I think... Um, if if lots of major news drops in the next week, um, we'll probably do another podcast next yeah, week. Yeah, like Seabass to yeah. the Giants would be pretty big. Yeah, absolutely. So if keep an eye out on your podcast feeds because we're not going anywhere. I wonder because I thought Seabass's boyfriend had like a job here and everything. Have you seen him? No. Oh, he's delicious. Go on Instagram. <laughs> Go on his. He's like taller than her. Um, massive shoulders, massive <laughs> shoulders, hot ass body. I'm just like, mm. there's a few photos of him in like bodies and stuff as they're like chilling on the Sunshine Coast. I'm just like, oh, yes, please. Calm down. Hello. Go on. Um, all right. We need to, we need to wrap the podcast up before Luke starts getting hot flushes. Um, <laughs> uh, you can get us uh, on email. So if you want to contact us and send us some shout outs and questions, anything yes. like that for the off season, the goal circle at gmail.com. Please send Boom. us that. We do check. Boom. We do try and reply to everything. I was. I think I did. I, you reply? You better. I think I actually drunk replied to someone when I with the lightning oh, one. No. I just said, "How good was that win?" Anyway, um, can't remember who that was to because uh, they're a lightning fan. But anyway, um, uh, yeah. So the goal circle at gmail.com. Were they like questions. in your face because you didn't actually say that they were going to win? <laughs> <laughs> the goal circle at gmail.com. If you have any emails, get out of here. Um, also, just give us some reviews, likes, and that sort of stuff on uh, on Apple Podcasts, and uh, we're on Spotify too. As uh, you Spotify. Know, if you want to switch your podcast providers, do that. Spotify is amazing. Yeah, it's fine. Um, oh shit! I'm an Apple Music. Sorry, person. Apple boy. Um, yeah, and I think that that does us. Oh uh, yeah, so uh, we will probably be taking next week off. So we, you, but like we said, yes, because we have that. We've got the Asics yes. Foundation members party. Yeah, absolutely. Foundation members. <laughs> Jesus, how old were we? Um, yeah, so we might be back next week if there's uh, more big signings. If not, we'll be taking a week off and then back with and the, stuff. I guess the... Uh, sorry, I just completely ruined your wrap-up. Um, <laughs> um, the other thing is is we're going to be looking into player interviews in the off-season yes. as well yeah. um, because we found this like mechanism where we can like basically bid to talk to players, yeah. which would be super interesting because mm. I do not want to have Kim Green... <laughs> She will punch Have you listened to our podcast before? Oh, yes. I know who you are. Here, here's some select parts. <laughs> uh, yeah, so yeah, we're, we're endeavouring to... I think we said that last week as well. Like, we're endeavouring to yes. yeah, to get some players on. We'll see how But we I go. think, we, yeah, we've kind of come to the conclusion that that's going to happen. So that's good. Yeah, absolutely. Anyway, mm. um, we got to wrap it up. That does us for this week. We, sh- we might see you next week, but if we don't, we'll see you in a fortnight with some off-season goodness. I have to read goodness. all of that and Zed's shit. Yeah, so do I. <laughs> Maybe not next week. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much for listening, guys. We'll catch you soon. Bye.